yourself that? So tell us a story you told on your blog um, this week. Well, um, make sure make friends with the mic because I'm going to get oh, shot. There you go. Okay, good. Um, so ANC took the youth to Haiti back in 2012. And uh, my oldest daughter, Alex, went, and whenever she came back, she goes, oh, Mom, I met this girl. Her name is Samantha. Uh, she's at Yavashima, and I feel like we are sisters. I feel like we should be sisters. And um, so we have supported Samantha since then. And you get the, you know, annual card from Help One Now. You know, Samantha's doing great. And um, But um, so I was very excited and nervous to actually get to meet her. Alex has sent a few things. We, we've sent a few things, you know, when groups are going um, to, to Haiti. And, uh, but we just don't, you don't know, you know, they don't have postal service there. So you don't know if, if they really get it, um, what you send. So when we, we get there, I see her and I, I recognize her immediately. She's so beautiful and she's very serious looking. She's very wise looking. She's 16, Samantha. And, um, so I see her, and she's doing Samantha's hair. Samantha that went with us. I don't know if uh, you're here this morning. But um, she's doing hair, which is what she did with Alex the whole time. And, uh, and she, <laughs> she did everyone's hair. Um, but um, so I see her, and I just kind of, hey, saunter up. I'm like, hi, um, my daughter Alex came to visit you a few years ago. And she goes, oh, okay. And then she goes back to doing hair, and so I was like, oh, gosh, well, maybe, you know, maybe she just doesn't remember. So a few minutes later, I went back over, and I was like, hey, you know, do you, um, my name is Mackenzie, and uh, um, my, my daughter, Alex, do you, do you, does that name ring a bell? And she just kind of looked at me, and so I pulled out my phone, and I brought up a picture of Alex, and she goes, oh, and her eyes light up, and she goes, Alex? You're from Alex? <laughs> All this time you thought you were from America. Yeah. Apparently you're from Alex. Yeah. And uh, so I said, yes, that's my daughter. And I'm her, yeah, I'm her mom. And that over there, that's Davis. That's her sister. And she goes, oh, Alex, Alex. And she goes, hold on. And she runs into um, the little bunkhouse and into their room. And she comes back with this photo book, y'all. Oh, and she holds this photo book open, and it's pictures of Alex and her hugging, and it's pictures of our whole family and, and our Halloween costumes and our dog. She's been stalking us. Uh, no, she's been getting this stuff, and she holds on to it, and, uh, um, and she looks at it, and she thinks of us, and, and we think of her, you know, we, we send her things, and, and we've prayed for her so so many days have I prayed you know please I just I pray God that she's not feeling lonely today that she knows that there's someone here who is um who is thinking of her and um and you know I got to say that to her and um um and hug her and um and what a beautiful what a beautiful story and if you know Mackenzie how extroverted she is <laughs> making two attempts to sort of bridge this conversation was kind of like moving mountains, right? And so I can only imagine. So fantastic. So if you, how many of you guys support someone through Help One Now? Okay, we can, we can definitely increase that number hopefully today. But in case you've ever wondered, there's this weird, mysterious reality that goes beyond our sort of immediate understanding of family. And I think what you kind of tripped on was some sort of an interesting, there's like, she at least thinks she's part of your family, whether, whether you ever make it there or not. It's just a, what a, what a beautiful story. Where can they read about that? Um, well, my 
blog right. is um, called you don't call your mother enough dot wordpress dot com bam perfect thanks Mackenzie <laughs> yeah, thanks. Caleb because that's always true right I, I don't know why you asked my mom why you should name your blog that but I think my mom gave you the title for that blog didn't she so Caleb tell us why sitting here in Austin Texas um, why this matters and, and, and what can we do um so one of the major things you could do is um, we're now starting um, a once-a-year trip um, to go to Haiti. Um, we're going to be going there closer, regularly. Closer, closer. Um, so you, you guys can join. You guys can go. Next time Allison leads a trip, um, you guys can sign up and, uh, and go and experience it and see for yourself um, what they're doing and um, the lives that Help One Now is making in the kids, in the pastors, in the house moms. Um, making a difference in their life. Yeah. So were you slight, the slightest bit skeptical, or do I remember you saying something like, man, I don't even know why I'm going. Like, what, 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 you know, what difference is it going to make? Tell us how you reconcile that, or if you did. Yeah, I'm still working through it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, um, there's a huge um, disparity between our lives and what goes on in Haiti. Um, after the earthquake, it went from um, like a third world country literally to a fourth world country. And... Um, one of the big things um, that I've taken away is just seeing how big God is. Um, you know, a lot of times I get stuck in the microcosm of my life and what he's doing in my life. Um, and to see him working um, through people, um, through pastors who um, literally devote their lives to caring for orphans um, and seeing the faith that they have in God um, expanded my view of what faith really could be. Um, so that's one thing. Um, Fantastic. the other thing is, uh, just the missionary life. Um, Brendan, um, is the missionary that's down there in Haiti. And, uh, I had no idea how difficult and lonely missionary life can be. Um, he's separated from his family, from his friends. Um, he's one of very few white faces in, in Haiti. And, uh, he doesn't really have a whole lot of support um, especially financially. Um, so that opened my eyes to a whole new thing um, in terms of not only can we support those kids, um, but we can support the missionaries that are there. Um, he's from Austin. He's been to our church. He was the dude that was up here on the stage, and he was selling the necklaces. And, um, I mean, honestly, I just kind of brushed it off when he was here. Um, and I think that my heart for that has changed, if there's ever a missionary here, um, to just really love on those people. Um, and we can do that from afar as well. Amen. Fantastic. Thank you. Yep. Good job, Haiti team. I've heard, I've heard about Help One Now for years because the Hatmakers were early involved in building some stuff at Yahweh Shaman and, of course, Ferrier. And you probably hear these words periodically. But just know that there's more trips coming. For a while as a church, in the beginning... If you, if you talk to someone who's been here since the very beginning, almost all of them either went or know somebody who went. And, uh, and then for a while, you know, we did other things, but I think that we're sensing uh, a change in the direction of the wind, perhaps, and so maybe there's going to be more opportunities. Now, we don't want to bury them, because frankly, it's not terribly helpful for them to have 10 Americans show up and have to, you know, have to shuffle them around and all of, all of what that takes. Uh, but the reality is, is uh, your world has been changed by going, and they know that, and and they rely on our greater sense of awareness of how the world works and what the kingdom is in order to sustain these little children. So are they, fix, are they solving poverty? Not entirely, but you bet they're solving it for one kid at a time. Okay? 
So these kids are underwritten. They're well wrapped around. It's not just a couple of bucks to feed them. It's to educate, to clothe, to prepare them. This is Haiti's future generation that we're incubating in these little places that we've invested. And so just take that seriously. You'll hear more from us. Um, Peru is coming online soon, Uganda, um, and years and years of work in Haiti. So you may or may not know this, but Lamar Stockton, uh, our worship leader, is uh, the international director for Help One Now. So um, more to come. So proud of you guys. Good stuff. We survived. I know you were so concerned about us at home. We actually survived. Like, the, we didn't starve. You know, I used to just be able to cook omelets, but, like, one of my kids can't have omelets anymore. So, like, I'm fresh out of tricks. So I was relying on the lenses and other people to sort of drop food off and bail us out. But we've, we, you know, five days. Struggle is real in the first world, I'm telling you. We managed. The dog didn't escape, and, you know, plants got watered and all that. So miracles at work, both sides of the Caribbean, just telling you. One of the great miracles, and this, this struck me as interesting, was that years and years ago, there was a homeschool mom who felt like her son needed some athletic output. And she was led of baby Jesus in diapers to enroll her child in Jump for Jesus. I'm just going to ask you this question. Of all the white men in the room, who would be the last one you would think would be a double Dutch expert? Everyone says Chris Powell. Come on now. Give it up for Chris Powell. Sorry, bro. Allison, so we're we're at like Walmart debating, you know, what could we take that would be a blessing because you don't want, you know, no Polly Pockets, none of that garbage, simple things. We're thinking, what could we take? And we're like, oh, I know, double Dutch. So she gets this double Dutch thing, right? And who are you with trying to swing? The, you, and, you and Jordan were swinging this rope and the little, the little girls just, they, I don't, Allison just didn't think they'd ever seen it. You know, we're, white people think all people of color double Dutch. I'm sorry, we saw the Disney movie. I'm so embarrassed to say that, but you were thinking that, weren't you? you well, they all double Dutch, just, you know, right in front of their brownstones in the, in, anyway, sorry, please cut that from the tape. I'm so in trouble right now. Well, I'm not saying that's what you were saying. I'm, I can barely contain the contents of my own brain. I can't, I can't even begin to tap into yours. So I'm thinking, this is going to be brilliant. And Allison, and they're doing this, and the girls are looking at him like, what? And she's like, where's Chris? He could pull up a YouTube video and show him. And he walks in the room, and here he comes. I wish we had it on the screen. Slow-mo, Chris Powell jumping double dutch. I'm thinking, you can't have a beard and do double dutch. It's, ah. Anyway, Chris, we love you, bro. He put together the video, by the way. So thanks for that. 